What's going on with dance and stuff? What's happening with dance and things? What's going on? What's happening? What's going on with dance and stuff? Hello, this is an unusual time. Yes, at 11.30. It's kind of neither here nor there. Nowhere. It's this in-between space when all the other people are working. Who? I don't, I don't believe that people are working. I think that's a... I kind of, like, I don't believe it when people say they go to work from, like, 9 to 5. I'm like, yeah, but what are you doing? Uh, email. I guess uh, so. Watching TikTok. Just so many emails? Like, there's just that many emails? Mm, no, I, I think... It just means like your the browser's up to the emails and then you're on I your see. phone texting your friends. I see, I see, I see. I see. Checking Instagram. Um, I mean, I'm gonna pour myself a cup of water. I just got home from Gyro Tonics. And you feel good. Um, you feel bad. Just, no, I feel very lifted. I feel narrowed, but you know, I also am full of some regret that maybe I should have been doing gyrotonic from when I was very oh. young. Well, who cares? No time for that. Yeah, no time for regrets. But oh, wow. I do, I'm realizing in my little gyro practice that I'm building with Vanessa Knaus, who's a dancer and now gyro instructor, that this would have been incredibly useful in the past. Great, but well... C'est la vie, c'est la vie. Yeah, well, informing the listeners. Chic why? Why would it would have been? Why would? Who who would benefit from this? Well, my own confidence about you know the spine and how to move the rib cage and pelvis in in opposition and you know things like that. Mm-hmm. Anyway, the very fine things that a dancer obsesses about that no one fine. else could possibly care about. Um, wow, gyrotonics. You know, people. Uh, Pilates was also. A revelation for me it, back in 2017. With Anula. Um, with Anula. Wow, that really turned me around on Pilates because God knows I was not interested in it when I was in ballet school and they were forcing me to do it. Mm-hmm. Well, that was a different, um, entirely different feeling, I'm sure. Yeah, and even like I did a summer program once in my mid 20s where we had to do gyro and I was like, I don't care. Mm-hmm. Let's mm-hmm. dance. Let's just dance. I just want to dance. But now I'm like, let's just isolate. Uh, Get specific. Have have you ever seen these gyrotonics machines? No. Describe it. They're so crazy. If you really just like walk into the room and look at them, it's as if they like the, um, the product, like production director. What is that called on a film? production designer yeah the like production designer on a film was like had to come up with like a pilates studio in Mm. lord of the rings Uh wow like as if the elves had a pilates Uh studio like that's what gyrotonics looks like gorgeous Mm -hmm. what's the place where the elves live called um, I don't know. Like Eldard. Eldard. Argard. Ardindamp. Yeah, it's like that. Yeah. Um, 
Hi, Jeremy. Hi. Can you believe I, I go to exercise with a person once a week? I've really... I love that. Proud. I feel proud. That's great. That's yeah. Great. I am... Um, I get deck texts from Equinox every day saying, hey, are you going to come in and try a class? No, you're going to come in and try... texting me. That's what you should say. Yeah, I know. Anyways, because did I tell you I went in for a consultation? Yes, on the podcast. Oh, yeah. You told everyone. Goodness, gr- how yeah. boring. How boring. Humiliating that you bring that up again. Humiliation. <laughs> I saw you in real life. Yeah, it was so nice. I slept over. That was that was nice. You saw the opera. I don't want to talk about it because we already talked you know about what? it. Oh, yeah. No, that's fine. Um, what a magical moment was when I went to do a poo-poo in your upstairs bathroom, oh your, your, your only bathroom. And when I returned, there was ice cream that I thought had just come from in the house, but you'd actually gone down the road. I went and got ice this, cream. Yeah. And it took you one minute. And I thought, wow, convenience is even available to those who live in the country. Yeah. We're at a really, we're in like a really um, strange situation here. You really but are. I do, you do love having that like, kind of bodega moment. You live amongst very few people, and yet you have everything you need. Everything at your fingertips. We have wonderful neighbors. We have great sandwiches available to us from Otto's. We have Stewart's on the corner. Amazing. It's great. Wait, also, bef- before I forget, we should put in a little ad. Oh, if you're listening to this on Friday morning, go see Jack in New York City. Oh, Jack's do not reading. doing that. Awkward. They're doing it on Instagram. Because it's too oh. hot. It's going to be like a 110 degree like heat index. Oh my God. And I'm going to an outdoor show in the night. There's a heat advisory. It's happening. Humidity meets oh. hotness. Goodness, equals... maybe the show will be canceled. Aye, aye, aye. Well, because the yeah, ballet companies know. are doing the band thing out in uh, Lincoln Center, Damroche uh-huh. Park, where they all band together. And um, so it. maybe it won't happen. Because afterwards, I'm going to dinner with Isabella and James and our friend Diana and oh, James's partner, Augie. And today is James's birthday. Happy birthday, James. Today. But this is in the past. Um, it's, it's belated and it's on time. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, with the heat, you know, I was thinking about like those great New York movies that are, that take place in the heat and like, how hot was it? Like, is it hotter? I mean, it is hotter obviously because the planet's dying, but, um, yeah, it's such a curiosity. What movie are you, are you talking about? Um, I don't know. Like a Woody Allen moment? I don't think. I feel like it's never hot in a Woody Allen moment. It's like I think it is hot in Manhattan. That movie where he's sleeping with a child. Yeah, Annie Leibovitz. I feel like (laughs) with with Muriel Hemingway. Uh, I do feel like it's hot. What's her name? It's like people are sweating. Oh well, there's Annie, (laughs) and then there's Diane Keaton. Diane Keaton doesn't sweat, but I think she did in Looking for Mr. Goodbar, which also oh, is a Oh my god. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Um, but Meryl Streep is in Manhattan, I think, and she did, She also mm. sort of cool as a cucumber. Meryl. Yeah. Meryl Streep. Yeah. 
Um, wait, how, did you, um, did you end up watching Past Lives? No. I didn't go oh. to see any movies. I didn't oh, see Barbie or Oppenheimer or Past Lives nor, or any of those things. Yeah, no, I didn't see Barbie nor Oppenheimer. I, I, I took my cues from a text that I read that I was on a group text mm. with Tess and someone said, hey, actually it was Ned or Ethan who you met this weekend. Okay. Hey, would you like to, would you like to go see Barbie this weekend? And Tess said, you know what? No. No, I want to wait till after all the hooplas died down. And I said, that's a good idea. Yeah, I don't need, I don't, the only reason I would have at all would be for our listeners, but turns out I don't care. (laughs) Really, really polarized opinions amongst my friends. I suspect Barbie's going to be bad, and I suspect that Oppenheimer's going to be okay. That's my prediction. Yeah, well, I don't know, I just don't know, because last night I had dinner at my home with my friend Jeremy and my friend Ian, and they were opposite ends of the Barbie spectrum. They mm-hmm. both saw the film, okay. and one hated, one loved. So, I mean, yeah, you you know, I'm not a Greta Gerwig fan. So, not even Little Women. I hated it. What? It was. I thought it was really bad. Wow. I know you love like fabrics and stuff, but yeah, I do. Um, it's true. Like Phantom yeah, Thread was, was also really just fabrics poorly handled. And then there's that. What are the other movies? Lady Bird? Didn't like that uh, at all. I don't really care that much. Sorry, I made another noise just then. Did you hit your printer? Uh, no. It had that kind I, of springing. No, I opened sound. the fridge and I took out a coconut cream pie that I made for dinner last <laughs> night. And <laughs> that is my kind of dinner. And, um... And um, I accidentally bumped Yum. into a little colander full of gooseberries, and that was the sound you heard. Gorgeous. <laughs> yeah. What an experience in the refrigerator. What a life I lead. That is, um, that is special. Gooseberries. Yikes. Um, but I made the Claire Soffitt's Bon Appetit Best Coconut Cream Pie. Mm-hmm. This sounds like a pie for me. It'll literally knock your socks off. Ah, literally. I don't have socks on, but (laughs) that's great. I love that. She does a thing where, like, every component has, like, coconut built into it, but the crust itself is graham cracker plus toasted coconut ground up together. so easy. Love that. But then, then you, you know, mush the crust into the thing, and you bake it, and then after it's cooled, you spread a layer of caramel that's also been has the toasted coconut dumped into it on the bottom so it's like a Samoa cookie yum yeah knock your socks off heaven it's really have you have you um been involved with any of this recent Allison Roman (laughs) recipe which one it's like a lemon shortbread something or other oh I saw her make it with her trainer with a shirt on yeah so I th- thought that was kind of unwatchable, or I just wasn't in the mood or something. But Well, he's the kind of person that we really don't know and we'll never meet. And, um, you mean physically? I just think energetically, I'm like, no, you need... No, not even physically. I feel like I see people who look like that all the time, but he is from really, truly some culture of like 
Patriot. What is that place called? California. Peloton? Oh, uh huh. Right. I like Peloton culture, yeah. but like make it super aggro. Like he's like, mm-hmm. he's really weird. Yeah, he was really weird, excessive. but I was intrigued. I was intrigued. Yes. So, you know, there's that video and they had that insanity, whatever. But um, oh. the thing with that recipe is that the recipe in the book is wrong. Is wrong. Right. So it took me a like I watched so I got the news I I have I get the newsletter the free version, which basically comes out and is like oh there's another episode of the um, YouTube whatever about the recipe, but it took me like t- way too long in the whole experience of this to realize that I I too own this cookbook and that uh-huh. my version also is wrong. Mm. Because I kept thinking about, like, other people and, like, if if I had this cookbook, how would I feel about it? <laughs> well, like, I just I... kept thinking about Alice and Roman being like, like, imagine, well, A of all, how did this happen? And B of mm-hmm. all, to, to kind of learn that this has happened after your book is published uh-huh. would, wow, talk about anxiety. Like, absolutely. I, I'm sweating just thinking about getting the news. Absolutely. Or like getting a message from someone being like, are you sure the quantities of this okay. cookie are correct? Here's the thing. I I read through some comments because I want I was wondering how people were feeling about this guy being on this episode. Uh, people, uh-huh. you know, seem to love it, whatever. But um and then there were a lot of comments that like, oh, I made the I made the cookie in the book and it was and people loved it. So it's not what? A recipe that doesn't work, apparently. Oh. So that is a curiosity. So I wish I hadn't crossed it off. I kind of like made sure I oh, wouldn't make it. Oh, you crossed it out. I mean, I could still make it. It wasn't. I wasn't like completely insane about it, but um, because I was like, I don't want to make this recipe to some time down the road, accidentally. Yeah, because it looks delicious. It Definitely looks the kind so of thing good. I would make. So did you print? Did you print out the? So I um, did print out. The thing that she made on her website or whatever? The other, yeah, the alternative. I thought that was a very smart solution to, like, actually have the designer remake the whole page so you can kind of, like, have it in your yeah. book looking. Yeah. yeah, that's nice. Yeah. And, I mean, the other the other embarrassment was that the, the newsletter that was sent out was also incorrect and had, what? like, place of, placeholder text for links to the video and stuff. So she had to send out another email that was, like, Good God, nothing is working. You know, kind of like exasperated. Wow. She's like, you know, like. <sighs> but you know what? Everyone, get over it. It's fine. Every Everything <clears throat> is wrong. And that's part of the and experience in, of living. Look, in the words um, of Stephen Sondheim, people make mistakes. Fathers, mothers. mothers. People. Terrible mistakes. People. <laughs> People. It's to be expected. It's okay. We're it's a journey. Um Allison is neither father nor mother, but you know, mother. But she did paint those tiles and I really appreciate did you see the episode she talks about the green tiles behind her? No. So she redid the tile in her and and the cabinets in her kitchen. In her Oh. And she didn't like the tiles that she picked out, so she painted them green. 
And I was like, it looks great. You nailed it. Wow, I'm going to have a look. Yeah. You know, she, and she That's, said something you know, like people told her not to paint them. That's a Honey Walters she move for it. sure, just absolutely. to paint tiles, paint a refrigerator, paint make a floor, it, paint everything. I, I'm absolutely like, make it, do what, do what you can to make it what you need it to be. Mm-hmm. And then if you need to like pay more money to do something else some other time, then you do that. Now, you painted mm-hmm. your bathroom floor. Is that tiles? Okay, so yeah, the bathroom floor, because... It was a horror show. I was like, I need... At some point, I realized that it was going to be like five years before we could afford to renovate this bathroom. So I was like, I'm just, I just need to attack this and do what I just said, which is like make it look acceptable. You two have such issues with the bathroom, but I found it very pleasant. Yeah, I think the bathroom is... is I think that I succeeded in making it a livable bathroom. So I it feel really good about is. that. So, but the floor yeah. was all, all fucked up. And mm. so I like filled in gaps with, uh, I think I used this concrete stuff that I used for the, for the fireplaces as well. I just stuck it in there. Um, <laughs> and then I got, what did I get? Oh, just a primer. I had a primer for, I think also the, maybe the brick was the primer I used for that. In the fireplace. So I painted the floor and actually was like, oh, I kind of like this color. Maybe I'll just leave the it primer. like this. Yeah. The gray. And then I went back to the store to get like a, a sealer and they were like, oh, you should, you should have used this like floor paint. And then I was, I got overwhelmed. So I just stopped. Really? So what floor you paint? saw was like just a prime, a, like, Maybe an exterior primer, something maybe more aggressive than like a, I don't know, or maybe right. it just was a primer, a tinted primer. So it was like a, whatever color you saw that it was, it's like a kind of grayish right. blue. I mean, do you do a tinted primer because you'll be doing like a dark color? And yeah, because color? I painted the fireplaces black, well, one black, uh-huh. I guess, but both dark. I see. So it helps me get there. Yeah. Um... So, so yeah, I mean, it's been, what, like, eight months or so since I painted it, <laughs> and it's, like, chipped and whatever, it doesn't, you know, like, so I'm sort of, but I do feel if, if I just bought a whatever kind of sealer, we'd probably be in pretty good shape at this point, so. Yeah. Um, My mom yeah. has good advice about painting floors, because she's always painting the floors of her shops, mm. which get a lot, get a lot of traffic. Oh, you should ask her for me because I would love to paint the floor in the kitchen, but I got. I think it scared. does. Re- it does require like an oil based like deck paint, which tend I think in some places are illegal, uh-huh. but um, they really work. <laughs> yeah, I think it's just like ventilation and maybe like paint it and then leave your house for a day or something. Yeah, Let it dry. Um, yeah, no. we've all inhaled so much, you know. We really have. And I don't, you know, I don't know. I don't know if we're going to make it to our natural end. You know, I don't know how much time this planet has for humans remaining, but. It's pretty um, amazing now, isn't it? Yeah. I think it's quite fascinating that we continue to believe that we could just like 
keep on keeping on. I know turning on the news really does look like one of those montages from end of the world films where they like scroll through the news and like everything's flooding, everything's on fire, everything's blowing away. There's a tidal wave. And then you're like, oh, this is real. Oh, our neighbor was saying because like a lot of people are getting bitten by sharks in Fire Island. Our neighbor, was saying, our neighbor who worked on doing did like song and dance stuff on cruise ships said it's because of cruise ships coming in and they um, just dump all of their extra food into the water. Wow. So then like things that eat that food get eaten by sharks. And it's why sharks are, are so much closer. I mean, I think there's been articles about this as well, but. Um, wow, sharks yeah. eating. Wow, that's really interesting. Jesus. So, yeah, I wonder what the food is. Just all kinds of shit. Well, apparently they also just throw shit into the water. Like all their you mean Christmas like poopoo, decorations. Poopoo shit? Oh. And oh, this queen what? is. <laughs> this is a story because this queen, our neighbor is obsessed with Christmas and they really decorate and um, he like took decorations and mailed them to his house because they were going to throw, they were gonna like throw, throw it in the ocean. In the ocean. Oh Insane. That is so crazy. Mm-hmm. Cruise ships are evil. Th- uh, just throw it in the ocean. Yeah. Wow. I mean, doesn't, I mean, our, the school next door, I saw them like dumping their extra paint on the ground. What? So, you know, people take the, the path of least resistance in these scenarios. Drive me crazy. They really do. But I bet it was water-based paint. Well, it was the paint that they were using to paint the lines in the parking lot, so Ugh. I suspect it was... I thought I thought you were describing, like, after a finger painting class, no. they came out... Tempera. Dumped the some tempera some paints egg. in the grass. Egg yeah. paint. No. Um, and then the doggies came. No, me. But I think they used to up. do. I think they used to dump it in our back, the hot backyard of this house. Oh. So maybe this is a, an improvement. Wow, your very expansive backyard mm-hmm. that no one really knows about, but I do. Yeah, people who have been here know about it. Wow. Now, um, I looked out the yeah. window when I was at your house the other day and I saw those raised beds. Were those raised beds there That's, even just a no. couple months ago? Uh, they're they're new. Um, I think they were when you were here last. Yeah, for sure. Oh, okay. How are the tomatoes ago. coming along? How are they coming? Well, I have one orange tomato. Oh. And the rest are green. Well, um, so it's going to happen. It has to happen. There's so many tomatoes. I think I have... Maybe maybe 15 tomato plants. Oh, my God. There's going to be a day where you're just, like, overwhelmed by tomatoes. I like, hope what so. am I going to do? That's my goal. And I have a lot of basil. So when that happens, oh, we're just going to be doing, like, caprese salads. And, but, you, you know. Jar, you can, bo- jar some pasta yeah, sauce. Yeah, you can, like, jar up some stuff. So it's fine. Make some Oh, my so, God. Whatever. That's – so I've been watching these, like, Azerbaijani – farm type people who are like today we're going to harvest the watermelons and show you what we do mm. with the watermelons mm-hmm. you know and then they like pick 50 watermelons and they put them on the porch and you're like oh my god wow. what are you going to do with it and then they start cutting them up right okay and then they're taking the rind they're just 
basically like the red part of the watermelon, they don't care that much about it. They're turning it into juice, whatever. Uh-huh. But the rind, they're cutting into little segments with this like scalloped cutter. Okay. And they're scraping off the green part and then they're cooking the it. The outer in layer? To- or the inner layer? Right. Okay. They peel the very, very tough uh-huh. dark green part. And they scrape off all the red flesh, and then they have the kind of like very pale green interior. Vegetable. Yeah, and then they're cooking it with sugar and turning it into candied watermelon rind and jarring oh, wow. it. And all the okay. all these people are doing it. It's like a thing. Incredible. Candied watermelon rind. Yeah, but it's can- um, it's candy. It's can. It's yeah. just sugar. It's just sugar. And then yesterday, I was watching these people start to harvest their plums. Okay. And I just got like completely overwhelmed. I was like, what are you going to do with all these plums? There's thousands of plums on that tree. You know, it wow. just was like, so how exciting. can there be so many plums? Because there's so many goddamn people. I guess so. Look! Sorry. Spooky. Did you get scared by touched... a gooseberry? No, I touched something weird. Was it a leaf that you thought was a bug? Oh, my God. Do you know what it is? <clears throat> no. It was so spooky. It was on my floor, and I was like, what is that? And I went down and touched it, and I thought, maybe it'll be a piece of slivered coconut or something. But it was really um, squishy, and I thought, mm-hmm. oh, God, is it like a piece of, it's like... grape. No, like fat. It was almost like a piece of, like, dirty duck fat or something, <laughs> except I don't ever have anything like that in my house, so it doesn't make sense, but... <clears throat> As it turns out, it was a piece of a Mr. Clean Magic Eraser oh. that had broken off mm-hmm. while I was manically wiping something sure, today. Sure. Yeah. Mrs. Clean. Mrs. Clean. Um, <gasps> I'm still haunted by that possum that I saw when I went to get ice cream. It was so was, spooky. Wow. Well, I really man, thought it was going to like... I don't think I heard about this. Well, I saw a possum on my way to get ice cream and it was... Really horrifying. Was it hanging? I from a thought tree? it was gonna like enter me somehow. No, it Where was just was it? like by this on like right next to the sidewalk. Wow. And on my way home, I didn't, I couldn't see it anywhere, so I got was really afraid. Wow. I thought so it, it sorry was. That I thought it was. You. It wanted to get me. It well, they they are. Scary. They seem vicious possums. Yeah, are they aggressive? I don't know. I don't know. They look so ugly. It makes me feel oh, like they so must be spooky. really sad about themselves you know <laughs> embarrassed because they're uglier than rats uh they are yeah it's um s- skin face skin yeah face. but pop baby possums are very cute i'm sure baby rats are very cute and actually rats are kind of handsome but okay okay they have a bad rap because they run across the sidewalk in new york yeah run on your feet yeah and we hate that. spread disease and yeah, 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 yeah. They're just doing There's their just thing so now. Just like everything but else. I, I would love to see a video of a little baby rat's nest. So okay. Cute. I'm sure if you Googled it, you I would have find your, it. your dream yeah, come yeah. true. I love YouTube. So I have a new show that I'm obsessed with. Uh-oh. And it's called Lioness. And it's on Paramount+. Oh, Plus. really? Zoe Saldana. Incredible. I think the show really? is... There's only two episodes out. I was really impressed taken uh i'm here for it it's you know now, it is like uh-huh. a, a spy thriller torture 
military. Yeah. Explain uh, to me how you pushed play on it. Like, what was the thought process? Well, we had, we saw it a, a few a few weeks ago. I guess when the first episode came out a few weeks, a couple of weeks ago. And I think, I mean, Zoe Saldana is incredible all the time. I don't, yeah, I don't know how that is. I feel like she's in a lot of bad things, but is always so perfect. I don't know. She, I mean, she is no? exclusively in bad things, but does a good job. Yeah, I think so. I think she's always delivering. Yeah, I this don't know why she can't so like good. get a role in a good project. I think this is it. Well, this is it. Okay, it's incredible. I mean, she's like a kind of lead <coughs> agent. Um, who? Yeah, I don't. I don't. I don't. I want people to go watch it. It's really what I think. What I find really impressive, like all the war stuff, is really well done. It feels very clear, and there's like. Yeah, very clear sense of purpose, and there doesn't feel like there's, like, doing stuff for no reason. It all feels clear and uh, direct. So there, And there's, like, this mil- military stuff, which is, I don't, I'm not that interested in it. So uh, I'm, like, I love that there's all this other stuff going on. Um, she's married to... Um, Dave Annabelle, who's from Brothers and Sisters, who I think is so dreamy. Wow, I'm going to have to get my eyes on this person. He's this, like, beardy guy. I feel like he always has this beard. Um, I'm looking him up. But just, like, very, like, dad kind look. I can't remember on Brothers and Sisters who he played. I don't remember that show very much. But um, but he's his wife. Zoe's wife and husband, 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 husband whatever spouse, what a spouse, what anything, and um, he is like a a child cancer doctor. Oh, you know, and they're like super rich because they both have these like high power jobs, um, and they have two children. And there's wow, like this incredibly really like I don't I just I loved their. Their like romance sexual dynamic was really well done, and mm-hmm. the children, and it's like all oh, complicated he's, and he's really handsome. Yeah, he's really dreamy. You know who he? He looks like two people, actually two friends of this podcast. Who? He looks both like William Bracewell, who we interviewed from sure. the Royal Ballet, gorgeous, uh-huh. and he also looks like Brian Schaefer, who's a dance writer at the oh, Times. Yeah. Combined. Yeah, yeah, there's something, um, yeah, he's dreamy. It's just he's dreamy. absolutely gorgeous. Um, wow. Okay, Lioness. And then Nicole Kidman's in it. What? Which is, I think, I think Nicole Kidman was brought in as a producer and then was like, should I just like be this random character as well? Wow. She's like the, the boss of the Zoe Saldana character and her face looks crazy. Um, <laughs> wow. Um, but you know, like in the first scene you see her, and I'm sort her of like, where they like crazy. only shoot her from the left. It was in, it was bizarre. They like, don't show you Nicole Kidman. And you're like, does she, is there a right side to her face? 
Wow. Bizarre. Um, but, um, you know, they're like, if you had Nicole Kidman, use her. I guess she was just fresh out of some kind of laser peel or, you know, under skin threading. So they couldn't get too close or something. There's a, there's a, there's a situation there. I see. Well, Um, I saw, I saw two gorgeous people on two different TV, two different media shows, (laughs) neither of which are good, (laughs) but there are two gorgeous people that I was kind of stunned by. Okay, great. One of which was in this HBO Max documentary. Oh my God. We also have to talk about, and just like that. Uh, Oh, I can't wait. Let me just get through these two boring things first. (laughs) So there's this threesome move documentary on HBO Max. Yeah. It's basically about like this couple documenting their journey through like polyamory. Okay. You know what that means, whatever. And it's this like German, like really weird German guy and this like really fun Australian or New Zealand lady who's like an actress and she's really cute and they seem to be having a nice time. But they're both like, I want to, we should just sleep with other people before we get married. And um, she's really good at it. She's like having so much sex with like so many. She's really good at it. And he is really, really awkward and weird. And he's like the filmmaker who's like needs to show all his feelings on camera or else mm. they like aren't real real to him yeah, yeah 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 and so you're going through this film and and like you know he's making sure that like she's documenting what she's doing and he's documenting what he's doing on these iphones whatever he's editing it together and then she's you know she lives sometimes in the city in like auckland or whatever to like do her acting and she gets in a relationship with this guy who's directing a play she's in named tom and she's telling her fiance about it. She's like, oh, you know, Tom and I are dating and he's really great and whatever. And the boyfriend is jealous, obviously. And so he mm-hmm. gets his own girlfriend in his little town. Uh-huh. Who's, who's also nice. But Tom is really something, right? He is gorgeous. He's go- <sighs> and I'm, you're thinking, and he's Tom's like funny. Really He's funny, he's nice, he's gorgeous. You're like, there's no way you're gonna stay with this weird German guy. There's no way. Uh Like, when there's a Tom out there, are you kidding me? And you're allowed to sleep with him? No. No. Okay. So, then you get towards the end of the film, and of course, she chooses to go with Tom. Okay. And she's she's like, I'm so sorry, like, I really... Yeah, I'm gonna go with Tom. (laughs) And then, and then, the big twist is that this whole documentary had been a dramatization of a documentary he was trying to make with this partner for real, who then didn't want to be involved in the documentary anymore. So Uh he went back and took all the footage and had it acted out by this other woman and these other people. Uh-huh. And so he made a fake documentary based on real documentary footage. Great. Isn't that strange? That is um, strange. Anyway, sorry, I gave away the twist. I gave yeah. away the twist. But do go in and have a look at Tom. Okay, <laughs> okay second hot person was that last night, my friend Ian. Okay, and I'm going to... 
I, I don't necessarily need to preface this by saying that Ian is a very Ivy League educated person. But Ian, Ian is Ian brilliant, but he's also gorgeous. Ian's brilliant and gorgeous and recommended that I watch MILF Manor. Excuse so, me, MILF Manor? MILF Manor, which is, in my mind, as it was described to me, I had just assumed it was a British television show, but is in fact an American television show that takes place in Mexico on an, on, in like a little all-inclusive resort situation oh with God. eight MILFs who <laughs> are all, you know, eight above MILFs the age of... Eight MILFs a milkin. Eight MILFs a milkin. All above the age of 45, between like 45 and 60... And then all of their sons are the no. potential suitors. Yes. But they didn't know it somehow. <sighs> somehow the producers like got these people involved without explaining to them that they would be in the same show. Uh-huh. So you Which and your I, sons are going to come here. We're going to make a show, but... Right. I have trouble surprise. understanding how they didn't find out that like these women knew they were going to this place to date younger men. And these men knew they were going to this place to date Mm -hmm. older women. And they happened to be the children of these people, but no one ever told anyone. Uh Or maybe they were like, we're doing two, you know, they could have pitched it as like, these guys will date older women and these women will date younger men. And that's the show. Well, anyways, the big reveal is that, Oh my God, it's your son's. And so now you're all going to, like, live in this, like, place together and date each other's sons. This erotic family. Yeah, it's like that movie with Robin Wright Penn and Naomi Watts where they date uh each other's uh sons. Perfect. Anyways. So then they're all whatever. It's, like, so truly crazy. But there are people on this show that are genuinely charming and genuinely thoughtful. And there is a Mexican mother and her child, Jose, Pola and Jose, who live in Miami now, but are from Mexico. And he is really something, let me tell you. Okay. And he's also the oldest of the sons. He's 28. And she used to be a, a legitimate ballet dancer. And he... Um, Whenever he talks with these women, well, of course, they're all in love with him right away. But when, when he talks to them, he's so thoughtful. He's so kind of like aware of what's going on. He's like, he's like, I'm happy to meet you and be on this adventure and like really figure out like if we have chemistry. And I think like age is a kind of construction that keeps us from like finding the kind of love that maybe we could otherwise have. He's really thoughtful. And so... You're kind of like, how are you real? How are you on this show? Literally surrounded by buffoons. <laughs> buffoons. 20-year-old buffoons. It's so Did strange. Did you watch the whole show? I got through about six episodes on Fast Forward. People, I, 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 I Honestly, it was, it was too uncomfortable to watch, but I could. get kicked I just off to... every week? Well, no. Like They okay. do end up kicking off one of the teams, the, one of the mother-son pairs, because they're oh, really okay. not... They're not integrating into the mm-hmm. into the game of it all. Family. They're like they're not dating anyone. They're not flirting with anyone. They're oh, okay. be, really keeping to themselves. So they do kick them out and they bring in another mother oh, mother son wow. pair, alternates. Great, good for them. Yeah. I anyways, I, hope I they win. I don't recommend the show. I do recommend getting your eyes and ears on Jose. 
Yeah, you could probably just Google it. Oh, yeah, he's terrific. And look, there's other cute people on this show. There's someone who used to be a um, an adult entertainer named Harrison, who apparently plays for some football team now, but he's from New Jersey and his mom is really sexually aggressive and she's really, she's kind of Scary. a breath of fresh air. Okay. But his, the son is Cro-Magnon. He literally, he has one brain cell uh-huh. and he has this incredible body, but when he talks, you're like, that can't be real. That can't be real. Ugh. He has like no capacity for language at all. That's boring. Well, it's kind of interesting. Weird. Oh. <laughs> um, he does like, he does do some sexy dancing on the show and you're like, I get it. Great. Like, That's great. I get it. Yeah. Um, but he also would like go on a date with someone and they'll be like, so like, what kind of girls are you looking for? And he'll like say someone else in the house. Or Amazing. they'll say like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Beyonce. <laughs> no, he truly is clueless. It's amazing. Yeah. That's Anyways, that's all the news I have to report about hot people on television. Well, another hot person is Michael J. Fox. And I watched The Secret of My Success. Oh. Have you seen this movie? Long ago. <laughs> it is insane. I mean, I... He has sex with his aunt, who I is like an aunt-in-law, or however you would say that. But uh, um, you know, it's married to, married in to, I'm I'm blood related, I guess. Speaking of milf manner, I mean, goodness, yeah, uh, it's crazy. I but that. I love like a, a making it in New York. I don't know when. I don't know when um, that uh, working girl. I don't know when that movie happened. Was that in the nineties? No, no, I think Working Girls like 86. 87. Okay, I'm going to look up when was Working Girls. It's very... This is not a good movie, I think, but um, it it was... And it starts like in Nebraska or Kansas or whatever. 1988. 88, so this came out before that. Wow, Secret of My Success is why Working Girl could fly, you know? I guess they made a much better movie than this is, but that's yes, fun. that's how you do it. You learn from other people's mistakes. Yeah, just do that better. That's that is truly just do what someone else did slightly better. But I love that. I also watched wow, the Day Trippers, he, which I hadn't seen. Uh, oh, that's the Harmony Corinne movie. What's no. Day Trippers? Oh, that's Spring is Breakers. Hope Davis and Stanley Tucci. Parker's oh, in I don't it. Know about Schreiber. What? Wow! What a Have group. you see, not seen this? I, I haven't don't think seen so. It. Um, Never heard of it. It's uh, it's about Hope Davis. Hope Davis finds a. Oh God, I love her. She is incredible in this movie. She's really oh. it. Um, she um, it's like the day after Thanksgiving, and. She's married to Stanley Tucci. Stanley Tucci's going to work in the city. They live wherever. I don't know. Long Island or something. Mm-hmm. Um, and she finds this love note. And she's like, what is this? So she goes to her back to her parents' house where Parker Posey, her sister, what? is there with Leif Schreiber, who is Parker Posey's boyfriend. <clears throat> I'm obsessed. And she's like, what does this note mean? 
So it's like the her mother and her father. Her mother is played by Anne Mira. Do you know who this know is? is? She is no. tremendous in this movie. I gotta watch this. She really gives a wild mother performance. It's really excellent. Um, and she's like, we have to go to the city. They were planning on going to the, taking Parker and Lee to the city for the day anyway. But she's like, you should just come and like talk to him. You can't, you can't do this over the phone because he'll lie to you. You have to see the eyes. So they, so then we're in a road trip and we're like driving to the city and we get this, it's all very kind of like ensemble acting movie. And like the, there's a problem with the car. So now they can't have the heat on. And you know, I have seen this movie. They, they like end up at parties in people's apartments. That's right. But I don't remember it, and I'd love to watch it again. You should, and I so I won't say how it ends because it is oh. a surprise. Uh oh. Um, and worth uh, watching the movie oh. for. Oh, I can't wait. Um, the nineties. It's 90s. definitely um, a you know scenes. I found myself like feeling like I need this scene to end now, and then like thirty seconds later, it would end. Yeah. Um, but uh it's excellent. So they're taking they're taking their time. And it's very I'm like they there's they didn't light a single scene. Like this is really mm. like on a budget Actually, running. I around. do remember this about this film that it was almost like iPhone quality. Well it's not iPhone quality, but it, it well, is no, like, I know, but like it you is know, like do it DIY kind of no budget. But it's good. It's still it it just it, like they use the natural light is basically. I'm not. I I think it's like a high quality production in this way. But they like shoot on the streets of New York City in this way. That's really fun to see. Oh, so I can't wait. Going I can't Soho, wait. Thompson oh. Street. It's very. Oh. It's very fun to be in New Jeremy, York in that way. I guess what I ordered. you order it was discussed at your home that's the clue oh interesting did you order hmm there's so many things one could order it's a problem i know i know Um, is it is it is it tinted primer you know is it some kind of cream (laughs) no no it is one of those one of those nano mist sprayers oh uh-huh uh-huh from a honey jubu and also of you know your home as well of, so, of hairdressers uh, everywhere hairdressers everywhere so i have one of those coming in the mail along with some citric acid and you're gonna clean your house um, again just like you did today. well i mean in a different way in a not a magic eraser way but also magic eraser always has to factor in because it's just magic you yeah, have to have the magic there's no who knows what that is it's i'm sure it's killing us but it's really really weird it is magic but there's no alternative to it you know it just well it just works could allow things to be marred stained yeah well you know i was my friend ian brought lilies last night um i don't know what those words mean what ian came for dinner last night with jeremy as you know lilies oh the flowers i thought and this was like pre- some some cool New York thing. No, no, no. It's literally like just the flower, the flower that grows on planet Earth that you can get anywhere. 
that generally are at funerals. Yes. And so, um, you know, with Mr. lilies, when they, when they open, you have to go through with a tissue and pull out those uh-huh. things. And so I was pulling out the things and um, putting the little tissues into the trash can, but apparently one of the tissues sort of didn't make its way in. So this morning I saw it, I picked it up, and some of those things brushed up against the trash can, right? Mm-hmm. Now, at this point, you can't take a sponge and soap and get it off the trash can. Mm-hmm. You just literally can't. Just it's literally move. like just move getting a turmeric on your thing. No, so you know what does it in an instant? Magic eraser. Of course. Magic of course. eraser. Of Why? I don't know. Um, <sighs> anyways, my house smells like a funeral parlor, but it looks lovely. It's oh, great. Getting ready for yeah. death. Yeah. Um, and just like that, I think this oh! was a, I think this is the best episode. The snow. The snow. It Condoms did something for your really daughter. good for me. Um, yeah. Emailing it made me Aiden. feel really cozy. Um, <gasps> what else is great Aiden. about this episode? Um, jokes about dying. Um, um, oh, the like going to the widow convention. Widow con. Rachel Dratch. Rachel Dratch. Yes, a disgruntled former writing partner. Excellent. I did like this kind of this kind of um, entrance of or this uh, introduction of some very broad humor with Such, Rachel Dratch. Uh huh. Uh huh. Yeah. I was like, thank you. For well, comedy. I always love when like a Amy Sedaris comes through or yeah. Which okay, Amy Sedaris. I didn't realize. Now I kind of want to see that theater camp movie. Oh yeah, me too. Because Amy Sedaris is in it. Yeah, but why is Amy Sedaris not on and just like that? I don't know. What's going? There's all these parts was, that like should wasn't be. Wasn't she the book? Wasn't she involved with the book? Like, I believe so. In the, I don't remember if she was like a publish, publishing person or like a. And now for some reason she's just not on it. Who knows? Maybe there's a scheduling conflict or a falling mm. out or like... Maybe she and Sarah Amy's Jessica crazy, aren't so. friends anymore. I would hate that to be true. Aww. I can't imagine that they were ever actually friends, but, you know. I think they were, weirdly. That seems weird. Because Amy was always like a part of the Matthew-Sarah kind of social universe. Hmm. Yeah. Who knows? Anyways, um... Wait, okay, snow, okay. That snow, so the way they did that is really incredible. In, so I'm like, wait. Green screen. The, who, whoever decided that this is how the cars should be covered incredible. in snow. Incredible. Truly like as if like giant spiders had gone through New York incredible. and sort of covered, every, covered, yeah, and, covered everything. Or, and, and as if there had been like a, a snowstorm for like six months. Is full. Truly. I mean, what is it called? Cyclone, bomb, cyclone, bomb, cyclone. I think that's right. <laughs> um, it yeah, really made great. sense. Also, like the Steve and Miranda scenes were excellent. Uh, uh, Cynthia Nixon directed this episode. Yeah, she's directed the last one as well. She's oh, really? Much. The previous yeah. episode was terrible. Which one was that? I don't know. I just remember thinking, I don't know if I keep watching the show. Oh. Yeah, no, I don't. I I think that was the one where that's the one where there's the modeling shoot with the Ralph Lauren. Uh Um, But yes, the Snowpocalypse one was very cozy. It made me really feel cozy. And I 
I I hate Charlotte's oh. older daughter. Well, I wonder. I feel like she's a musician that was cast as a person and is a terrible actress. I, I think so too. That's I think that's what guess. happened. It's really unfortunate, but it's truly crazy. But I do like the the de- this this condom insanity. I think it's great. Yeah, that was cute when she had really had to figure out how to get the condom. How did she get the condoms in the end? I don't think we see. She just finds them. She has them. Carrie didn't get them to her? No. Carrie's like, I, why would you think I would have condoms? It's absurd. Right. But Carrie has to go to that widow's convention and then she absolutely slays, even though she goes after the comedian lady. Well, that's a lesson and you have to be yourself. You can't be anyone right, else. but she she the most unrealistic, most incomprehensible part about the episode is why Sarah Jessica Parker needed Che Diaz to be there for moral support. Because Che Diaz is the kind of person that projects confidence in a like unbearable way for the us but like, watchers. At but no as a friend, point did that I... is kind of the person you want to be like, yeah, I can do this. But I didn't even realize that, like, Sarah Jessica and Che had any kind of meaningful relationship beyond her being but they do, and Miranda's they, girlfriend. No, because that's how Che entered the story. They did the podcast together. They had those, oh, yeah. you know, confrontations of, like, you have to step your pussy oh, up. And then she came to her husband's me. funeral. And, you know, thank so you there's, there's, some, there's some serious, deep friendship going on there <laughs> i absolutely forgot that miranda met yeah Katie it is a bit of a of sarah i also had to kind of track back to be like all oh, right they do know each other <laughs> I, forgot, I forgot i forgot i forgot um also i love the like my mom says i have to leave the house and then the no response and then being like uh-huh that's right no response says a lot it's great mm. I love I Steve lo- being like, this is my house. I'm not oh, moving. Oh, no. And she's, I really understood. It's really good. I thought that season I, was really good. I was like, he did the work. He mm-hmm. did the work. Yeah. And also, I love, love, loved the wig stuff. Loved. Loved. Loved the wig stuff. So good. Uh, also, just like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do this my way on my own terms. And exactly for like what I want, like I, like she, I'm like, well, you look fierce without the wig with that thing on. Could have just mm-hmm. like shut up like that. It was amazing, but she's like, no, I want to look like I want to be wearing this wig, and I'm gonna do it this way. And the kind of intergenerational kind of moment in the bathroom is gorgeous. Oh, and then the husband showing oh, up. Excellent. Oh, we love him. Good, very good. Love him. Yeah. He's the only husband worth having on this show. Well, Well, the other. I mean, Charlotte's husband is, you know, useless. No, no. Harry is at at this point. Harry is the new Steve. Like, can't talk about sex. Ugly beyond words. So it's not. No. It's not someone that you'd want to have in your house, you know? No, that's not true. Jeremy. Jeremy. But the irony of his name being Harry, you know? <laughs> his baldy. It's really good. His, 
truly not Harry and also just like very weird looking but you know obviously he's a he's really hot in bed because that's like the whole yes, I mean the whole Harry the, story was that he's sort of this kind of pig person yeah and yeah and he was just like really yeah. good in bed and the, like, that worked for Charlotte yeah still does still does she it's really great. really wants Harry's cum on her oh my goodness I'm sorry, but I know people hate the show and I think they, they think it's absolutely absurd, but I'm like, I think it's coming. It's, it's becoming itself, you know? Mm, I think it showed up ready to go. <laughs> I think it's been serving this absurd in, you know, I think it's, it's, it's the same. It's hitting the same thing it did originally. I think it's, it's what I, you know, it's, I don't know. I think it started and I think it just what did, didn't quite understand what it wanted to be. And then, like, Miranda dyed her hair back to red. And then the show started to, like, just <laughs> remember what it was. Last episode of the first season. Well, that's right. That The whole first season was absolutely stupid. And now, suddenly, in it's the second season, stupid. I'm like... It's all stupid. It's all great. It's... No, it's No, but I'm same. like, now it's I remember the them. They're starting to feel like they have this mm-hmm. history. You couldn't even remember that they were friends. I could not. No. You don't know. You should go back and rewatch the whole thing. The whole what? The whole and just like that. But You'll not see. Sex in the City. No. I can't wait till Aiden comes back. This uh, episode, I think it's out right now. I think you could probably go oh. watch it right now. Oh, great. Um, According to the New York Times, I saw a photo of Aiden. And um, Sarah Jessica Parker, who was the man that she dated this week? She dated someone? Oh, week? the guy in the gigantic apartment. That was last week, I guess. The guy who she broke his wrist when she she was in the bike lane. Oh, right. That was absurd. That whole episode I hated. That and then he was in like, was like this so... dysfunctional relationship with his business partner and he couldn't pull it together to like yeah. do any work. Somehow. That drove me crazy because he... I'm like, you are how old and you you're letting yourself getting get swept into this insanity. This is it was weird, but he absurd. did have that huge apartment and he was very handsome. <gasps> the house in the Hamptons. I loved that so much. Oh, the that they were picking on the, the Apple house. store and that was cute. So good. That was cute. I'm like, yes. This is this you don't need a husband or a partner or whatever. Just No, just go be rich in the Hamptons and together. Have a gorgeous time. Yeah, they have so much money. It's insane. I mean, that's that is a trick of the show where you kind of forget that Carrie is a billionaire until she goes shopping yeah. and then gets a house in the Hamptons. Oh my god! Yeah. Oh my god! Their weekly rent on that house in the Hamptons is fifteen thousand dollars, probably. At least. That I mean, the house oh. that they end up with is insane. I'm like. They're like, what are there, how many rooms are there in this house? Like 50 rooms? It's crazy. Oh, how fun. How fun. So fun. I We oh. better go to the Hamptons in this season is all I have to say oh, about that. I was like, Jeremy, you're welcome anytime. No, I don't want to go to the Hamptons, but I want to go with them. Oh, yeah. I remember oh, yeah. there's, she was dating Burger when they went to the Hamptons. And I think a watermelon oh. gets thrown through a glass door. Oh, I don't remember that. <laughs> you have to go back to the Hamptons. Fun. Wow, that sounds like that. What is that film where at the very beginning 
it's the 70s, it's a flashback, and a young man runs through a, a glass door accidentally because hmm. he doesn't see the glass, the pane of glass, okay. and he ends up dying because like a what? shard of glass gets in, like into an artery or something. What kind of movie is this? Wow, if, I, if only I could remember. That is a strange opening. Hey, listeners, if any of you know what I'm talking yeah, about, help, please help us. Text us on oh Instagram and let us know what movie. No like. 1970s. Someone walks through a is glass it a comedy? door. Is it a drama? Is it, it a? Can, it's a drama. It has to be a drama. It has to be a drama. It has to be a drama. I think they're like sibling watches them die, and then the sibling oh is like God. the focus of the film. Is afraid Are you of... looking it up? No, I don't even know how to look this. Like glass door breaks. Young no, man walks this, through glass. Leave this to our our listeners. To Thank you. Thank you. Um, center stage. Zoe Saldana. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's all comes back to Zoe Saldana. <laughs> Incredible. I mean, I think she gives a great performance in that movie. Oh yeah, she's the heart of that film. Yeah. For sure. Excellent. And she's, you know, the only one who went on to uh, real fame. Yeah, but it is a strange career. Did Peter Gallagher die? No, but... Um, Sinead O'Connor. Sinead O'Connor died. It's very sad. I think we sort of assume a suicide. Oh, I don't know. How old was she? Because her son had just committed suicide like a year ago. Oh, no. It's very, it's all very intense feelings. Peter Gallagher, I think, lives on. Um, I did see something really scary when I was at Joan Lauren's house because they put on this television show that I think maybe is on HBO Max. It's like a Steven Soderbergh television show the circle or something Cir- full circle it's called okay i think i've seen claire, around. claire danes is in it and uh-huh. um i'll watch that and i is it don't recommend it okay so maybe i did it's try like to watch it actually trying to be in the style of crash kind of okay so um, like very ensemble like mixed very lines. but dennis quaid pops in as like the father of someone and he has a ponytail and he's had a full facelift, full facelift where like he doesn't sound, look or talk the same as yeah. he used to. It's really, what, yeah. really strange. So uh, it's worth it yeah. for just the kind of okay. grotesquerie of looking at Dennis, what Dennis Quaid has done to his face. You know who looks really great? Robert Downey Jr. Oh, yeah. He's I saw some, you know, Oppenheimer thing, and I was like, he looks so healthy and good. It's like, really... He's great. I think he's living a good life. He has a rough time. Slightly younger, but also similar kind of features, Colin Farrell. Mm. Mm -hmm. Looking tremendous. Anyways, yeah, gorgeous people about. I don't know. I'm just and like everyone. Do what you want to do. See do what you want to do. Movies. Yeah, and Dennis Quaid. If you want to truly make the whole thrust of your performance about like how different you are, cool. 
Well, I mean, that's a, that's a, it's a movie. So like how that ages is going to be a very different experience than like what that is for us right now. So, I don't know. Right, right, right. Um, and, you know, this sort of that, like with Nicole Kidman, it's like, well, at a specific time in real life, you're going to have this thing done and that's going to be in relationship to this timeless thing that lives on forever as like a TV show or a movie. Yeah. Scary. I mean, Nicole Kidman is such an interesting study about this whole, like one's Uh relationship to the camera and one's face. And like, cause it's now been decades of like her face sort of moving through being different things, but always kind of like, belying her age or having nothing to do with her age Mm. you know like she was only a young woman in film for a very short period of time you know like she did those tom cruise movies like far and away and um that like race car movie but then it was like she became a movie star and Mm. then her face went on this kind of like journey of varying degrees of tension Mm -hmm. you know like where's the tension coming from where's it going to is it under her wig is it has there been like surgical intervention or is this just it's just always like it's a mystery and also there was this period of time where her eyes were super like cloudy and bloodshot yeah it's odd yeah anyways you can go back to the movie flirting excellent well it's interesting too and you know i think of like judy garland and the and the the way the movie system like forced her into being a certain way. It's very mm. strange. And I we're I we're in, you know, yeah, I guess we're just in this like technological scenario where things can be done. As well as like Ozempic or whatever those, you know, weight loss insanity things. Right. Right. right Trainers right. Oh and my God. Uh, we did watch some um What's that, uh, what's that movie, that incredible action movie that was pretty bad, but, like, incredible action with, um, monster actress, what's, what's oh, Charlize Theron, Atomic Atomic Blonde, Blonde. wow, really incredible. I thought about watching that that on the plane, but I did not. Yeah, I don't think it's a good movie, but I I think it's, like, an incredible series of action series. Yeah, well, she's a ballerina. She's incredible. Yeah, she can remember the moves, and that is, you know, an incredible skill for an actress. Wow. Really amazing. Well, well. (sighs) Jeremy. Okay. That was a long one. Let us know what that movie was. Is. Please. Please. Do we have any more on that? It's a young, how old is the child who runs through the door? Probably 1817. Uh, it's oh, okay. fully 1970s. There's like a, a an adult party going on in the living room of this house. And it's the, the guy walks through the window. Maybe he's on drugs. But then his younger sibling mm-hmm. watches this happen. And then the 18-year-old does die from this strange accident. Wow. Okay, that's all, all right. I can remember. Please, if you... If you um, if you tell us what this movie is, I'll send you a tote bag. Wow! Email, email us or Instagram us. Where? What else? That's basically it. Instagram is the best. 
Instagram is the best way to get in contact, probably. We'll um, yeah. get to your answer don't, in a month or so. <laughs> don't reach out to us on threads because I don't know what it is. So No, absolutely don't know. I don't think anyone's using that. Okay. Oh, great. Yeah. All right. Well, we love you. We love you and we'll talk okay. to you later. Bye-bye. Goodbye. Oh.